0: You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com.
1: Hey, you're listening to Intuit from Vulture and New York Magazine. I'm your host, Sam Sanders. and this episode, we're gonna talk about some big pop culture stories of the week, including whatever is going on right now with those Lizzo allegations, which seems to be a lot. And then we're going to play a game after that, the classic, legendary Intuit game. Intuit, not Intuit. To do that this week, we are breaking what I'm going to call the podcast fourth wall because I'm joined this episode by two good friends of mine, Saeed, Zach, say
2: hello and tell folks who you are. Hi! It's so nice to be back. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It you know, is. LOL. We to hey! really break some walls. Leave that in post, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> but no, hi! It's so good to be here. Um, I'm Zach Stafford. I I do a vibe check every week with Sam Sanders and Saeed Jones. We are all dear friends. I'm a fan of this show, and I'm not a big fan of Lizzo's music. So I'm excited to talk about her today. It's a really oh. really exciting day for okay. me. <laughs> and by not fan, I'm starting there damn i know her music i just i'm like i don't really play it i don't think i've ever played it in my house okay so that's one of my guests
1: zach stafford <laughs> who uh it has guns out blazing for Lizzo. It Saeed, is, tell folks who you are.
3: Early in LA. I am sure, Zach. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good morning. Um, <laughs> good morning, honey. Uh hi, I'm Saeed Jones. I'm a poet and writer. Uh I also co host Vibe Check with Sam and Zach. And I was like, see, this is exactly why we, yeah, I said we have two podcasts. Because I, yep. like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. He's it's like, oh honey. Too much for one Oh my too much for what? We gotta get back yeah. to this like I you you know, I love that I do not have like a job in like breaking news politics, you know, so it's, it literally never happens that there's something that news breaks where I'm like in the middle of lunch and I'm like, I've got to get to the podcast studio. But girl, this <laughs> might be close. Zach, I, I'm shook. I didn't know you felt so strongly about Lizzo's music. I've been like, I yeah. like Lizzo's vibe. I like her mission, like what she represents. The songs themselves yeah. at times can be a little elevator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. starbucksy but it's... my favorite song is rumors and now look at me
2: I have been in the anywho let's explain yeah. the 101
1: uh before we get into a chat about what this means listeners you've heard it by now you've seen it by now Three former Lizzo dancers have filed a lawsuit against the pop star. They're alleging sexual harassment. They're alleging creation of a hostile work environment. This suit also claims that Lizzo pressured dancers to engage with nude performers at a club in Amsterdam. Also claims that she shamed one of her dancers for weight gain before firing her. And the suit claims sexual Religious and racial harassment, disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. Now, we should be clear here. These are all allegations in the suits. Lizzo has issued a statement denying the allegations, but the allegations are there. And so my first question to you both is,
2: what do you make of that? So I just want again reiterate I don't dislike Lizzo. I just don't listen to her music. Everything I know about Lizzo as a person, as a celebrity, as mm-hmm. a TikTok mm-hmm. star, um, her whole conceit about, you know, girl boss, empowerment, whatever. The other thing that underlies Lizzo is that she's very frank and she's very open and she's very like your friend that is funny and gets you to get outside of your box with a box you didn't realize you were in that she says you're in. And she really pushes people to this new place. And everything I've read so far about her... Tracks, I could believe it because it sounds like someone who is a really cr- like the loopy kooky friend that wants to like say what they really think about you, take you to a sex club that you may not want to go to, and be like, "Girl, you got to do it. This will make you feel better." And I think within all of that. Lizzo, potentially, if all of these were to be true or if they did happen, you know, forgot that she's the CEO of her own company. You can't treat your employees like this. She was a bit too casual. You with can't her. hang
1: with your employees
2: like no, that. No, you shouldn't be taking your employees to a sex club, period. So that's why I'm like, yeah, yeah, some of this feels real because it feels like someone forgot what boundaries were and it all got really mixed into the gray zone. So that's where I'm at with her. I'm like, mm. okay, yeah, maybe some of this is a little exaggerated, but I think in its core there's some truth here that like she did take people to a sex club and I'm like, as a CEO of Lizzo, as their boss, as you their boss, should not have, yeah, exactly, yeah, no,
1: no, so, that's, that's right. my thought. That,
3: that makes sense, yeah. Said, what's your
1: take on this first glance?
3: What a mess. Um, like I said, I'm sure it's more complicated than it's actually. It seems pretty complicated. I don't think anyone would doubt that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard because this it's it's both um, like a legal issue. I mean, you know, people, mm-hmm. you know, allegations of of assault, harassment, but then also. It's a brand, um, persona issue, right? Which I guess mm-hmm. you know anyone being accused of harassment. But I think you know, truth hurts. Special rumors, like the very nature of how Lizzo has positioned herself, like Zach says, um, is is to get to the real. And authenticity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, regarding like Lizzo, as you said, as a like a CEO, Lizzo is supposed to be an alternative to industry norms, an alternative to a status quo, an antidote to a lot of toxic mm-hmm. ideas. So I think even if you're not a big Lizzo fan, I think you know the gist of what she's supposed to stand for. And these allegations fly in the face of that. So it's confusing. And then the other thing, and something that I just, for the last few years, I don't have answers on, but I know is a question I need to answer. It's how do we revise our relationship to celebrities we admire? We've just got to do it. Mm. It it, it is... I think it's healthy to come we're up with this too new much boundary. I don't know. how We're asking too much. It's just, not, I'm like, the only one I trust is Beyonce, you know? And if, even she's yeah, married, married to a billionaire that I don't like very much. Like, how do we change <laughs> our relationship to pop stars, to movie stars, whatever? And we say, I really like the work they do, but I like the work they do.
1: I don't know mm-hmm. them. There you go. What I find most puzzling about this is probably kind of attached to what Zach brought up, these issues of boundaries and these issues of like where a pop star like Lizzo stands within the world that she's created. I think I was texting with y'all this week about this story before we're talking about it today. And I was like, basically, why is Lizzo at these events with these people who work for her? Mm -hmm. Why is Lizzo interacting enough with staffers that she gets to yell at them? Part of what you do when you become the figurehead of any big operation, whether it's being a pop star, hosting a TV show, like you have a layer of like management yeah. between you and the people working for you. And people think that's just to protect the star from all these other people. It's to protect the other people from the star. Yeah, You want to have that layer and that wall and that barrier so you don't end up in opportunities where you end up possibly drunk and urging people who work for you to dance with someone new on a stage. And I was comparing this to, like, Beyonce in our text. I was like, most people who work for Beyonce don't talk to her. Yeah, They can't. They can't reach her. There's a wall there. And so when I see these allegations, the first thing I think is, like, the structure wasn't right. Damn. She was too close to this
3: stuff. Yeah. I mean That's my first thought. It, well, on that, like so the what the Amsterdam with the new dancers and all this. I mean, part of it is it feels a bit like a throwback. And I think you're right. I'm like, I just don't know if, if celebrities at, at your level can do this kind of stuff anymore. It made me think of Madonna's mm-hmm. truth or dare tour mm-hmm. and the documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm gonna go
0: Sam. back in the room and who Sam. am I gonna flirt with? Who? Tell me. I know who. I know. who?
3: pop stars going out and hanging out with their dancers while they're on tour is not unusual. It's not. I don't know if I would recommend it for all the reasons you just pointed out. Um, It also made me think of, like, Janet Jackson, like, all the voice message interludes when it is often dancers or friends and she's, like, masturbating on some of, you know, like but but we're not it's not the 90s it's not the yeah. 80s um it's not things the 90s. Have, things have changed yeah. and and anyway to go yeah. back to everything Lizzo you're not them your entire point you're is them. trying to create a healthier safer more accepting world and a different for dynamic people. so i'm sorry girl
1: <laughs> i want to pause here just to acknowledge that Lizzo has released a statement about all of this i'm going to read a little bit from it the first graph because it's very long she wrote quote these last few days have been gut wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. That's just the tip of that iceberg of that statement. Mm-hmm. There were some other allegations where Lizzo was questioning a dancer's performance on the tour, saying things like, You lost your light and your spark, which the dancer took as comments about their weight. Mm. And I'm kind of like, All right, Lizzo, if you're the head of Lizzo Inc. and you've got a dancer for you who's not working out, the best way to manage that is to have someone else deliver the bad news. Seriously. Because no matter what you say, you're Lizzo. Right. And so everything is going to be bigger, more hurtful, more painful,
2: just because it's you saying it. Let someone else do that. I don't know, it just feels weird to me. It is weird. And I think it's, it's part of a learning curve of being a celebrity building a business. Like, you know, she wanted to be a singer and she struggled for years to be a singer. She never thought about being girl boss, CEO, most likely. I don't know her, so I can't assume. But, yeah. you know, most, many artists I meet weren't thinking, oh, I want to run like a multi-revenue, multi-national uh, business. Like, that's just not, it. and it's really hard. That's why there are people on these teams that do these things. So I think a lot of them have these kind of like aha moments of like, oh shit, I didn't sign up for this. And those moments, you 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 know, they should be allowed to, like, trip or mess up. But I will say that if some of these things are true
3: on how they're being written, they are kind of inappropriate across the board. Mm -hmm. Can I point something out about her statement? Um, Yeah. Something about her statement that I wanted to draw attention to is at one point she says the allegations are, quote, as unbelievable as they sound. You know. They're not unbelievable. They're not unbelievable. I think so. I just my issue is that what a manipulative thing. Like, allegations are always, Mm. by the very nature of something being serious enough that there's a lawsuit and allegation, of course there's going to be something wild because that's why there's a lawsuit. And it just feels, Mm. to the point of boundaries and everything, you know, lately something I've been thinking about how a lot of really dangerous people are figuring out how to use like therapy and mental health language and mm-hmm. weaponize it. I feel like that's a conversation we're having with people like Jonah Hill, who by the way has yep. the same lawyer as Lizzo now, Marty Singer. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. I'm like Lizzo, you have you retire- retained a lawyer who has represented people like Johnny Depp, Bill Cosby, and Jonah Hill. Like, yikes! That's her lawyer. That's Marty Singer. Yeah, yikes! Oh, my God. God. Brett Ratner, girl. Yeah. Um, but oh, but wait. again, like, imagine someone doing something hurtful to you, and then they turn to their your friends and they're like, "Yeah, these allegations are as unbelievable as they sound. Like, it's so manipulative. Yikes!
1: Yeah. Well, also, my thing is just like the first lesson of like crisis PR response is issue a statement quick and make it as short as possible. It took two days for this statement to come out and it felt way too long and defensive. Mm -hmm. I don't think it helps. I don't think it helps just as a statement. Um, I do wanna ask though, before we stop talking about Lizzo and move on to other things, um, in a meeting with the Intuit team from earlier this week, a colleague said, who do we have left in terms of like Lizzo being really the only one of her a plus-size black woman megastar. Mm. Like, whatever these allegations entail, she was a role model in many ways to folks who had never seen someone like her at the level she is at, and that was inspiring to a lot of people. What do we do with those emotions that folks had for her? And how can we take these allegations seriously but still critique a culture of fat-shaming that made a world where there was only one of Lizzo.
2: I would say, you know, for people feeling really heavy from that reality that, you know, if Lizzo was to be canceled, which I don't really think is going to happen, you know, I think Lizzo is going to be around after this some way, somehow. But if we live in a world in which she just disappears, you know, this is a great lesson to remember about being the first and only because that means you are also Mm -hmm. the last for a lot of people. And we need to create spaces where there needs to be more Lizzo's, more of everybody so that we have bigger tables and more people there so that the weight of representation doesn't fall so heavy on the head of a Lizzo or whoever, Laverne Cox, all these other people. And so we need to really look, look, because those people are there. Like even last night, I texted you both. I was in LA. I got to see Britney Spencer, a black plus size girl from Mm -hmm. Baltimore, who's from Nashville now, who's Mm -hmm. a country music singer, who is now touring with all the biggest country stars. And she's about to blow up. But in a perfect world. That we can cash, keeping all our promises. We and she has the same type of energy, positivity as Lizzo. So we all exist. That's the reason why we get so excited about representation, because we see ourselves. So I think the ne- we're at this point of representation mm-hmm. where we need to not only see ourselves, but we need to become those things on stage or let others be, people be that. We don't need the only ones unless they're Beyonce. So that's where I'm at yeah. with it. I'm like, bring in more people. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Say. So- as Zach was talking, I just had a vivid memory of, I feel like it was summer of 2021 of getting in a lift and music was playing when I sa- got in the lift and I sat down and the driver was not black and he kind of looked in his rearview mirror to acknowledge me and said, hey, you know, lift for me. He's like, cool. Mm-hmm. And then he immediately changed um, the music to Lizzo. <laughs> and it just, <laughs> for oh, you. So- it felt so like, oh, let me put on, you know, I want my, 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 my customers to have a good experience. So he's black. Let me put on good. And I was like, this is the black music you think I want to listen to. Um, <laughs> let me be nice for a moment. Because, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I like I said, I was like a a Fairweather fan with Listen. I, I, I really did like the song Rumors with Cardi P. And so I'm fully shook. I remember you love that song. That song is, the lyrics are. And I remember when I first heard well, it, the lyrics are so specific. I had to cut some girls loose or cut some hoes loose. I remember being like, mm-hmm. "Is she talking about a relationship or what?" It literally sounds like she's talking about yeah. firing dancers. Anyway, yeah, let me be nice. So Lizzo, I, I was not so I wasn't devastated by her allegations. I was shocked, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there are people mm-hmm. out there to whom Lizzo, I think, as a spokesperson for these ideas, means a lot. And also, her, she has a lot of young fans, actually. Mm-hmm. So let me say this. Yeah. If via the ideas that Lizzo loudly champions or sings about or raps about felt like the truth, lived in you like the truth, it's still the truth. Yeah, Um, it's difficult when we understandably have respect not just for the message but the messenger. That's very natural. It's it's hard to separate the two. It's just it's difficult. But you know loving ourselves trying to change our relationship to our bodies self-image understanding that we have infinite potential those are inherently good ideas and they actually are much bigger and will be here much longer than lizzo ever was going to be so i understand that it can like it can hurt but like whatever lizzo said or gave you that was helpful hold on to that you can hold on she gave it to you and now it's yours
2: Saeed, what you just said could be applied to so many um, cultural battles people are having with people they've seen or grown up with or loved and now have seen them fall from grace. And they don't know how to reconcile the art and the artist. And what you said should be played on loop in
3: every conversation when someone else messes up. I mean, up because it's, that, it's not true. just... I mean, just pick a medium. Like, if yeah. you... If you love culture, if you, I mean, we all, and it may not just be in a distance, we've all had role models, people we mm-hmm. know very well, mm-hmm. you know, mentors come to disappoint us. I think this is just a part of life, but now maybe because of social media and how it works, and we have these parasocial relationships with celebrities and public figures, it, it, it's happening perhaps more frequently than it would just in our normal everyday life. But yeah, it's hard though.
1: It's hard, listen, this is a lesson. I've internalized for a long time. Someone told me once, and it was pretty smart. If you have anything to lose, never go to the second location. Never go to the second location. And a lot of this Lizzo stuff feels yeah. like second location business. Yeah. That Girl, a- you're the boss. See. You can't be at the club with the dancers.
3: Everybody's not <laughs> gonna get what you're saying. Everybody's not gonna get what you're saying. Wait, what are they what gonna get? Saying. Well, because you have to live a certain kind of life to even understand that the second location is an option. <laughs> <laughs> Well, baby, I've lived the life. And actually, maybe this this is like one last thing. I do. I'm not trying to make excuses and stuff, but it's. We work in workplaces. We've been in newsrooms. Uh, yep, yeah, we we yeah, work in places yep. that have HR departments or what do they call them? People teams and yeah. stuff like that.
2: These artists are used to being managed. They're not used to managing. That's why they have managers. Mm, so you can't part. expect them uh, to be part. great managers. I, I that not you know, disregard or not hold them accountable for action. Yeah. Like, you cannot be like, you know, Lizzo is like my boss at my nine to five corporate job. No, no, girl. She is an artist that her day starts at 7 p.m. and she goes on stage and she parties all night. Yes. It's a very different world. So just stop applying your like day to their day and that's how we can start creating distance between ourselves and these pop stars
3: which friends. is which again goes back <laughs> to sam's go? first point right like you need to have real friends who yeah. can go with you to places like yep. amsterdam not people who are on your yep. payroll you listen just can't yeah, do both listen
1: you ain't janet jackson this ain't the that's the way love goes video your dancers aren't your sisters no i'm sorry
3: yeah
1: I'll say it again. Do not go to the second location. The <laughs> only second, the location second location we're going to on this show after the break is a little game oh called Into It, Not Into It. That's our <laughs> second location. <laughs> okay, Listen, stay bridge. with us. We will be okay, right bridge. back.
0: <laughs> Calling all female runners. It's time to lace up and join Team Milk. Plus, it's one of the best beverages for hydration, even better than water. The same electrolytes that are added to many of your favorite sports drinks are found naturally in milk. And in 2024, Team Milk is taking the next step to empower female runners by launching the only women's marathon in the U.S. designed for and by women. Built to be accessible, empowering, and community building, the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon will take place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16, 2024. You can learn more and register for the marathon at everywomansmarathon.com.
1: All right, we are back. We're smudging Palo Santo, burning incense, (laughs) cleansing the room from what we just talked about last segment, because now I want to play a very, very fun game with you both, Saeed and Zach. I think you know how it goes. It's called Into It, Not Into It. First, are y'all into, or not into, stars like Cardi B clapping back when concert goers do things like throw drinks at them while they're performing on stage? You saw Cardi throw a mic back into the crowd after someone threw a drink at her.
3: You went to that or not? I'm into it, and as Cardi okay. B did, I love that she made sure to switch the mic to her stronger hand. Yes, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what's going on. I think in the last few, I mean, certainly BB Rex said she, you know, had to. She had to get stitches. She had a black eye. I think someone so, threw a phone. At, a cell phone. So a yeah, cell phone. I someone threw, someone a threw a phone at BB Rex. Harry Styles, uh Drake. Yeah. Someone tossed cremated ashes at pink
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah y'all see that yeah, yeah. and yeah. It was like
3: well they, they they threw a bag on stage i want to make it clear they didn't yeah. like throw like like ashes like confetti at pink that would be even <laughs> how much worse. better does that <laughs> make well it? how much better know, does, does ashes someone make it? throwing <laughs> like like technically a biohazard as a person is a little bit different than like sending a ziploc bag on stage still bad still bad, still bad. I am from the uh, Adele school on this. I don't know if y'all saw it, her Vegas residency. She talked about it on stage. What happened? She was like, you hear about people throwing things at celebrities? Don't do it to me. I'll fucking kill you. Except she said it with her accent. <whistles> and I'm like, big mood. I love it. I fucking dare you. Dare
2: you to throw something I'm not fucking
3: I don't know why people are throwing like heavy objects, not bras, not panties as our aunties used to do back in the day, but like heavy yeah. things that can yeah. hurt people. I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but uh, y'all need to learn. We need to stop it because it's only going to keep escalating. And sometimes you just got to throw a mic at somebody. (laughs) Also, of all
1: the people to throw stuff at, I'd be most afraid to throw anything at Cardi B.
3: 1,000%. She's
1: from these streets. She's from these streets.
2: I, Anywho, Zach, are you into this or not into I this? I am so into it. The throwing it. of the mic. I'm so into it. I see it as an act of resistance. Uh, I see it as you know, similar <laughs> to... <laughs> I see this being up
1: there. Someone like said, Cardi B threw the first mic at Stonewall. That's yes, well, exactly. I'm holding
3: a copy of Audre Lorde's The Uses of Anger. So. One thousand <laughs> percent, yes. There was
2: Marsha P. Johnson and then there was Cardi B. Ooh. I think people should fight back, you know, if people are not, you know, abiding by your consent. Because I know there's been some confusion on Twitter about, well, she did let people throw water on her before, so it may have been confusing or something. Girl, no. She said, in this moment, you can throw water on me. I'm consenting to this moment. Now I'm not. I'm singing. And you did it without my consent. So I'm fighting back. So I'm into it. Yeah. But let's talk about that.
1: So there there are some complicating factors to this Incident. Are there? Uh, videos okay, posted, a little complication. Videos posted by audience members from earlier in the concert show that apparently Cardi had asked the audience to splash her with water, I think because it was hot. Give
3: us water! Splash that down! Give us a water! Splash, down. splash
1: the down! So the splashing happens, but then she thinks the splashing's done. One more person splashes and splashes too high. And their um, eyes. Also, There's apparently, at this.
2: You see ice go on. up, yeah. See,
1: <laughs> so no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Then apparently the night before, Cardi also threw her microphone oh. at a DJ who mm-hmm. had been cutting off her performances. Oh, she was a little trigger happy
2: again. So yeah, Cardi B is from the streets, honey. She has never lied about who she is, and I, that's why I'm like, you show up, you know, you work with her, you've seen her videos. Like I would expect this out of her, and I love it. So I don't know. She told I you who she only, was. She's a known I like quantity. The only
3: the only thing wilder would be someone throwing something at Azealia Banks or Suge Knight. Like 1,000%. <laughs> Not yeah. Suge Knight. Cardi, it's Suge like Cardi Knight. is pretty clear on how <laughs> she handles misunderstandings. Yeah, yeah. and I would yeah. say that Beyoncé
2: yeah. has recently given you a lot of evidence of what the perks of consensual interaction, you know, with the um the gender reveal, which I, I hate gender reveals, period. But she someone held a sign up that was like, can you do my gender reveal? Girls, So they're asking via holding signs so that she can read them and be like, yes or no. So that's what you need to do. And it's more special when you get get them excited. Also, yeah.
1: It all goes back to Beyonce. She's just performing celebrity better than any other person. She just, and this is the thing why Beyonce is not caught up in any drama about microphones or whatever else. She's really not dealing with anybody. She's not dealing with any. I don't. I'm starting to forget what her speaking voice sounds like. She don't even talk. <laughs> she just <laughs> she, she gets out there to. and does her music. Because
2: she doesn't. gets out the there work. and does her
1: music. Yeah. The, work the work is, is the work. work. Anywho, uh, Claire, uh, an update on uh, the Cardi B mic in question. You can now bid on the microphone at auction. It will benefit two charities: the Wounded Warrior Project, a local Vegas charity called Friendship Circle Las Vegas. And at last check, my colleague Janae told me the auction
2: was up to ninety-three thousand dollars. Girl, if I had ninety-four thousand dollars, I would consider that would be that is what? a gift. What? What are you going to do part. with the Cardi B microphone? Girl, what are you
3: going to do with it? I, that I will be want it. I just yeah. I feel like <sighs> I, it's so confusing because you know I was raised as a Buddhist and. I just feel like I'm a pacifist who also believes talk shit get hit. I just yes. feel people, <laughs> we're in this era where, you know, I think I think it's like our phones and technology, people getting really bold and are just forgetting how to exist in public spaces with other people. And I just, I wish there was an easier way to learn, but I know a quick way to learn how mm-hmm. to behave is to get smacked. And I just, I hate there I hate go. that that's where my mind goes, but... Yes, my honest Mm -hmm. reaction was, well, that's one way to learn that lesson.
1: (laughs) All right, last, last, last question on this. Let's say you're performing on a stage and something must be thrown at you. What would you want to be thrown? For me, it's gummy bears. That's fun.
2: Gummy bears? Would you eat them (laughs) live? I
1: don't know. (laughs) Maybe. If the stage is clean. I don't know. I like gummy bears. I
2: would say for me... In my single days, in my my days in the streets, it would have been um, a phone number or like a picture. You know, <laughs> you know what type of picture? Yeah. Oh.
1: That's it, yeah, something like okay. sexy. Like I would
3: th- I'm into that. Yes. So, yeah, okay. Zach says sexy. Said? a stack of twenty dollar bills. Whatever happened to throwing money at the store? <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened to a, like if you're gonna do? Whatever, whatever happened, happened, to, happened money? to making it rain? You know, show uh, some appreciation yeah. for my Jones. labor. <laughs> I mean, why not? So
1: we got to move on. I know we do. But Kelly Clarkson said, if you ever feel the need to throw anything on stage at me, it better be diamonds. Uh, Well, to which I say, Kelly Clarkson is always right. Listeners, as we go to break, I want to ask you, as I always ask you to do a few things rate and review this podcast on whatever podcast app you use subscribe to it as well tell your friends about the show IRL in real life that's the best way to get us some new listeners and if you haven't already get the Brandon Taylor book The Late Americans because we're reading that book together as a community for a vulture Intuit book club read the book this month we're gonna go to the author Brandon Taylor with your questions about the book at the end of August email us at intoit@vulture.com. all about that book
2: okay now the break we're good thank you the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Question two. Are y'all into or not into Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, and also a little bit zaddy, announcing that he and his wife girl, Sophie are splitting up? Said's ready. I can see I, some. Said! I- Said.
3: Fish, I've been waiting for this. Zach, you go
2: one though. You go. I, on. No, I just say I woke up this morning and I had two thoughts. I said I really need coffee, and second, I hope Sam asks us about Justin Trudeau because baby, he was in my dreams last night. I'm ready. I have been thinking about wait, him. wait, what was the dream? Girl. What was the dream? Just put, put two and two together. I just said I wanted you to throw a phone number at me in the last this last segment. <laughs> I was like, what do you think this <laughs> dream was about? <laughs> I have loved uh-huh. that man since day one of seeing him. I think he is just phenomenal. I think he has some complicated politics with any leader of any country that is wrapped up in the capitalism. Sure. But just give me the, like, the moment to look at his face and that fat booty. It is everything to me. So, yes, into it. I hope that more. Did th- you just say fat booty? Yeah, the booty is I fat. never the noticed booty. that is fat it is something well now I gotta Google yeah. I gotta do I some I would say, Google. say Justin what Trudeau go- prop- what, I, what keywords should I go I would say just Justin Trudeau, Trudeau but- booty yeah booty butt something. I would say <laughs> Justin Trudeau ranks number one in the free world for best butt I would say we should
3: do a ranking oh but. wait 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 oh. In the oh, free world? Well, leader of the free world. Leader of the free world. Sorry. Leader of the free world. Oh, okay. I was like, now you're just playing fast and loose. No, yeah. No, white no, no, skin
2: no. Very into it. I feel bad. I know he and his wife have been together for many, many, many years. And whenever a politician announces separation from a partner while in office, you can take that as a sign of more to come. There's some bigger thing happening. Oh, so, like, we will see okay. what news breaks. But um, until then, and hopefully it's nothing terrible, and hopefully this is super consensual, he is still fine. So I'm into it. Said you have a lot of
1: thoughts. You have a lot of thoughts. Okay,
3: first of all, first of all, let me be consistent. I don't know Justin Trudeau. Okay, okay. Like I just said, it's really dangerous having strong feelings about public figures, especially as I just pointed out, we don't know what allegations are about to come out. I'm like, um, his wife was fine with blackface, so Mm -hmm. what happened that she finally decided to leave him? So, you know.
0: I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better, but I didn't. And I'm really sorry.
1: So, last question then on celebrity splits: What celebrity couple that's still together right now do you want to see split up? Oh. Be mean, be petty,
3: be for real, oh. be for real. Oh. Who should split up? I thought you. <laughs> I Wait, thought you were going to say like, what? who would you be devastated? And I was like, if Angela Bassett No, who do you want? To Vance up? breakup? I would, I would actually oh, yeah. like be like really sad. That would hurt. Um, no, but who, who needs divorce?
2: to divorce? Okay, I have, I have one. I feel bad saying this, but I feel like we yeah. just have to say it. I really want Megan Good to choose better right now. You know, we don't know what's oh, happening with the Jonathan Major yeah. stuff. All of that. But mm. I just, she is such a darling. She's yeah. existed in Hollywood as a black woman for so long. And I would hate to see whatever happens in the situation, take her down. Cause that woman has been working. Harlem on, on Amazon keeps getting renewed. She is beloved by black people. I'm just, I'm worried for her. So I don't, cause I just don't know what's going
3: on there. So that's okay. the one
2: I'm like, girl, walk away. It's new. Let it go. Come back to it later. So that's mine. Megan yeah. Good, Jonathan
3: Majors. Okay. Okay. I like that because so, at first I was like, "Who? What man do I want single? Like, whose house do I want to burn <laughs> down?" But instead, let's take the more, <laughs> the more um, altruist. Um, I would say Halle Bailey because she's dating like a really. Who was she with? Uh, yeah. She's um some uh, C C D list rapper, but he recently put out a song out recently where he basically is complaining about her kissing men in the movies that she's in. That's the job. It's like like how hard it is to see her kiss a prince in a Disney movie, his girl. And and I'm just like, the tab. you are so beautiful, so talented. You know, your life is like, he is not worthy. He is not worthy.
1: I will say who I want to celebrity divorce just because I want to hear a divorce album from her. Beyonce, leave (gasps) Jay-Z.
2: She
3: ain't living that man. Imagine, the, never divorce that man. Imagine <laughs> not, the divorce but, album. Imagine the divorce album. But would would love, because yeah, man, let's she go She could have almost left with Lemonade and she Remember didn't, so she's never it. Remember how we were when it. we got to the second half of Lemonade? Uh, he, he it was to like, fight Beyonce was like, was like, and now we heal, and I was like, do we? Like, wait no, a minute. Girl. Do we? <laughs> wait, wait, do wait, wait, What do you mean? Be for yourself, yourself, Beyonce. What do you mean, What?
1: Yeah. Moving on. Last question for the game today. Are y'all into, or not into, Bed, Bath & Beyond, after going through bankruptcy, mm-hmm. being reborn through Overstock.com. Overstock.com is now Bed, Bath
2: & Beyond.com. Uh, Don't I'm, know why, but it happened. I'm into it because that beyond is really doing a lot of work here for Bed, Bath & Beyond. It has existed <laughs> for a long time. In and I, the previous guest
1: on this show, said that the word beyond in Bed, Bath & Beyond
3: actually represents queer possibility. <laughs> That's where all the, that's where, that's the aisle where all the bidets and douches are. I guess it's fine because, I mean, it's a a well known
1: brand name. I I even bring this up in the game because, like, I know this show was about pop culture, entertainment and shit, but like, the very idea of Bed, Bath and Beyond feels like, pop culture to me at this point. Like, it's right. more than just a store. I think <laughs> about those coupons that never expire. <laughs> I think <laughs> about everyone having that communal experience of, like, moving into a dorm and you got 200 bucks, but you got to furnish a whole apartment. Where do you go? Bed, bath, and beyond. 100%. It symbolizes something. So I'm, like, strangely and earnestly happy the brand lives on. And Damn. I don't ever feel that strongly about brands. But yeah. yeah, bed, bath, and beyond.
3: It's yeah. funny, it I do have there, but I do you. miss... I'll miss the physical location, because I like going to the website. I was like, I don't know, I think it just... I feel like the way it was set up, it's almost... It's, it's just slightly more manipulative in terms of how Bed Bath & Beyond was set up as a store than Ikea. Like, slightly mm-hmm. less <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of a maze.
1: You know? Ikea leads you through a maze for three hours mm-hmm. while you watch couples passive-aggressively fight on the couches. <laughs> and then when you're exhausted and can't get out and they can go no further... You're in the cafeteria and if you don't have those meatballs you will die. That's
2: no. wrong. IKEA knows what Life-saving. they're doing. Life-saving.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who should be the celebrity spokesperson for the rebranded Bed Bath and Beyond? Drew Barrymore.
2: Oh. That came
1: to you, you so know quickly. What? Drew it Barrymore. really did come to
2: you quickly. Yeah, I would say Drew Barrymore because she has done pretty well at Walmart and that's been great for her, but she has not, um, mm-hmm. you know, passed our, our dear Patti LaBelle is the number one brand, I think, right now at Walmart. And Walmart's gathered uh, a lot no. of celebs under their umbrella. So I think Drew it Barrymore sure should break that licensing deal and get over at the, the Bed Bath & Beyond and go digital. I want a show.
1: commercial of like Drew Barrymore doing that same smile cry she did in mm-hmm. the rain in a few years yes. ago, <laughs> but in the middle of a Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs>
3: I was thinking of beds. so of course I was like Justin Trudeau. Like you know, his, his own his own little version of from the windows to the walls, you know. But like from the bed, I, to the <laughs> and Beyond.
2: Justin Trudeau doing get low in Bed Bath and Beyond. Get
3: into it. Okay, Why? I would.
2: See the vision. I would. I would watch. That would go viral. Let, look, Sam, you got to think. Bed okay. Bath and Beyond has gone digital. They need to be thinking about their digital strategy now. It what are viral moments that True. they can? Clip, we wouldn't be so, able to look know. away. <laughs>
1: Justin Trudeau just walking through the aisles shirt unbuttoned a little bit too much
2: listen ow all right
1: thanks to my friends and colleagues Zach Stafford and Saeed Jones for playing the game with us this week Uh, listeners you can find Zach at Zach Stafford on all social you can find Saeed at The Ferocity and the three of us host a weekly kiki of a podcast called Vibe Check with new episodes every Wednesday thank you both I'll be texting with you as soon as I stop recording (laughs) can't wait there's like 5,000
3: things I wanted to say that I couldn't so we'll just go (laughs) go straight
1: to the group text (laughs) All right, Intuit is hosted by me, Sam Sanders. This show is produced by Janae West, Travis Larchuk, Gabi Grossman, Jelani Carter, Taka Zinn, and Oluwakimi Aladesui. Our fearless editor is Jordana Hokeman. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. The executive producer of audio at Vox Media is Nishat Kurwa. Listeners, we're back on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Till then, take care of yourselves and don't throw anything at Cardi B. Okay, bye.
0: Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running.